Hello, I'm Richard Ramsey, and welcome to the Ulster Economics Podcast. The podcast that keeps you up to date with what is happening economy-wise in Northern Ireland, telling you what you need to know, but not necessarily what you want to hear. Episode 2, Locktoberfest. Traditionally a month renowned for its beer festivals and socialising, October is shaping up to be quite the opposite with the second wave of restrictions hitting the hospitality sector. These have been applied to varying degrees across the UK and in the Republic of Ireland. With the daily COVID-19 cases surging across much of Europe, any hopes for a V-shaped recovery have been snuffed out. To quote Mike Tyson, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. The economy was knocked to the floor when the national lockdown was introduced in March. The lifting of restrictions enabled the economy to get back on its feet somewhat dazed, but ready to fight COVID-19. August's Eat Out to Help Out scheme acted as smelling salts for the hospitality sector, but October's second round of restrictions has seen the economy, particularly the hospitality sector, punched in the face once again. These fire break or circuit breaker lockdowns may be lockdown light relative to the severity, scope and duration of the national lockdown triggered in March, but for many firms, particularly within Northern Ireland's hospitality sector, which has effectively shuttered bar takeaways for at least four weeks. It remains to be seen whether they will throw in the towel or can realistically fight on. The Chancellor has been quick to change his plans, having made three policy announcements since the winter economic plan was launched just a month ago. Similarly, Stormont has been effectively engaged in rolling out a range of financial support measures Rishi Sunak also binned his November plan for a three-year public spending review. Instead, due to COVID-19, a one-year plan will be issued. So what about the local economy? What is the incoming economic data and news telling us about the economy and the strength of the recovery? The Northern Ireland economy contracted by a record 13.5% quarter-on-quarter in the second quarter of this year. Growth in the public sector that was more jobs, contrasted with a whopping 18% quarterly decline in private sector output. By way of context, these single quarter declines exceed the cumulative fall lasting six years during the last recession. The local economy was contracting before the pandemic struck and has strung together three successive quarters of decline since Q3 2019. Over this period, the economy and private sector have fallen by 18% and 24% respectively, taking NISRA's Composite Economic Index and Private Sector Output Index to record lows. While these series only began in the first quarter of 2005, it appears private sector output has broadly returned to where it was when the Good Friday Agreement was signed back in 1998. The good news is Q3 should be better Record rates of decline in the second quarter should be followed by record rates of expansion in the third quarter. Northern Ireland's September PMI revealed improvements in business conditions rather than strength. Business activity, 51.9, increased at a slightly faster rate than August, but it failed to match the pace set in July. New orders broadly stabilised after a notable fall in August. However, this conceals growth in the domestic market and steep declines in exports. Northern Ireland's most important export market, the Republic of Ireland, slipped back into contraction territory following two months of growth. Meanwhile, all four sectors, that's retail, manufacturing services and construction, continued to reduce their headcount at a significant pace despite the pickup in growth. 
what little momentum the local economy has will be surely tested with more restrictions linked to COVID-19 and Brexit. The recovery will struggle to gain traction in this environment. Indeed, the Eurozone PMIs can be viewed as a, the canary in the UK coal mine. With growth having almost grown to halt in September, the Eurozone PMI fell into contraction territory in October due to a contraction in the service sector. Even Germany's services sector is contracting again. We can expect this weakness to impact on the UK and Northern Ireland PMIs. And given the new restrictions, we should be prepared for another decline in private sector output for Northern Ireland in October or November. A stop-start recovery beckons. The local labour market has been more resilient than expected. Following some deterioration in the labour market in the second quarter, there have been further signs of deterioration in the third quarter. Indeed, Northern Ireland and the northeast of England saw the sharpest rises in their respective unemployment rates within the UK for the three months to August. Northern Ireland's un unemployment rate jumped from 2.5% to 3.7% in the latest quarter. That's the steepest quarterly rise since 2012. We can expect Northern Ireland's unemployment rate to be catapulted higher in the coming months. Remember, we're in the final furlong of the original furlough scheme, the job retention scheme due to expire this Saturday. Having peaked at a quarter of a million back in Q2, there were 70,500 employees still furloughed at the end of August. It remains to be seen what chunk of this group will have a job to return to after Halloween, even with Rishi Sunak's job support scheme and enhanced financial package for temporarily closed businesses. Meanwhile, redundancies are still coming in thick and fast with uh, 1,150 proposed in September and a further 570 proposed between the 1st and 12th of October. We also saw the H release a new timely jobs indicator. It reveals that there were 10,000 fewer people on Northern Ireland's payrolls relative to March. Last month did see a record rise in the labour market of the positive variety. Northern Ireland's recruitment market saw vacancies on the nijobs.com website halving in Q2 relative to the previous quarter, but as sure as night follows day, Q2's record decline was followed by a record rise of 68% quarter on quarter in Q3, although demand for new hires was still just two-thirds of what it was for the third quarter in 2019. Four quarters posted record highs. Perhaps not surprisingly, these included occupations largely unaffected by COVID-19, for example, big data and analytics, or those that have experienced increased demand because of the health emergency, i.e. nursing, healthcare, medical, and environmental health and safety. Nursing, healthcare, and medical now accounts for one in eight of job listings. A corner clearly has been turned on the recruitment front, but the fresh lockdown measures will restrict the hiring recovery in the fourth quarter, not least within the hospitality sector. Looking at other signs of recovery, such as car sales and the property market, Northern Ireland's recovery in new car sales appears to have run out of gas at the end of the third quarter, while showrooms posted their first quarterly rise since Q2 2019. The 6% year-on-year gain was driven by July and August, and should be viewed in the context of a record 76% year-on-year fall back in the second quarter. September sales dipped by 2.5% relative to September last year, and indeed, September sales were the weakest September 
since at least 2006. This suggests that any pent-up demand has been and gone. So three quarters of the way through 2020, new car sales are down almost 35%. Unlike the car market, the property market is still trying to process the post-lockdown pent-up demand. Residential transactions increased by a whopping 157% quarter on quarter in Q3, following Q2's record decline. But transactions are still down over one-fifth year on year. The monthly trajectory is more encouraging with September hitting a 10-month high. And research by the Property Pal website is even more bullish with property sales, that is sales agreed, up by one-third in the third quarter relative to the same quarter last year. While this surge hasn't filtered through to the official HMRC statistics, it suggests another strong quarter for Q4. Non-residential market, including commercial sales, also posted a record quarterly rise after Q2's record decline. Sales were up almost 60% quarter on quarter, but again are still one-fifth lower than the same period a year ago. Sticking with the uh, consumer, early indicators of footfall by the Office of National Statistics revealed that Northern Ireland and the east of England posted the largest increase in footfall for the week before last. Data from Springboard has also revealed the same thing, with a 15% fall between 9am and 5pm and a drop of 30% footfall after 5pm. This is based on last week versus the previous week. So looking ahead, not so much winter is coming, but hopefully a Brexit deal is coming. Brexit was expected to be a key event in October, but that failed to materialise. Boris Johnson's government found itself bickering not only with the EU, but the mayor of Manchester, Andy Burnham. The latter has been sorted out, but the former will surely come to a head in November. Other things to look forward to are the Northern Ireland PMI for uh, October. Also, property transactions uh, for October may see the first year-on-year increase in 10 months. We also have a uh, data dump on the Northern Ireland annual earnings data for uh, 2020 based on April. One of the most crucial developments in November will be whether the restrictions, uh, which are due to last for four weeks, are extended beyond their original term. And this includes whether the schools, which are currently off for two weeks, that gets extended as well. Last month, we flagged that Rishi Sunak could get up again uh, to unveil more policy announcements. And uh, he did that on three occasions. We expect him to have a month off in November. In the meantime, the only game in town this Halloween isn't trick or treat, but rather track and trace. Make sure you stay in touch with Ulster Economics on social media. This is Richard Ramsey. Wishing you all a happy Halloween. Until next time.